Drama City's got that small town mentality. Come promote your music. Come talk about your insanity. No need to keep it PG, so feel free to say whatever you please. You can talk about the weather. You can talk about religion. You can talk about the news. Doesn't matter what you say. Just for sure what you say is true. But don't worry, just come through. We can have some laughing giggles. We can even spit some riddles. I'm some fire instrumentals. Yeah, that's how we get down. Drama City's got that small town mentality. 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 Welcome to Small Town Mentality Podcast. I'm your host, Ben. Randy's here. How's it going? And Mark is observing. We're going to try to get him to be more of a guest. <laughs> okay. Glad um, to be here, man. Very, very cool setup. Yeah. Mark's the local. He's a local uh, radio legend. <laughs> uh that's using that term loosely <laughs> get it for a long time let's put it that way yeah um we had a guest booked for tonight and mark wanted to just come in and, and hang out and observe um and then the guest ghosted me so <laughs> yeah. we, we made uh mark sit down with us um but yeah he's you're thinking about starting your own show yeah and i'm not sure you know i think certainly one uh kind of channel would be Evanston history, mm-hmm. uh, something like that is something that I, I've, I have a passion for and, and I've done a lot of research, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, just kind of weighing some options about what would be the most fun. Yeah. 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 But I do miss broadcasting and this is, you know, about the closest thing to it. Yeah. Actually, to be honest with you, a lot of broadcasters have moved to podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of way the world's going right now. A lot of people are starting them. Some people that shouldn't be, including myself, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, a lot of uh, uh, people that did radio and stuff that are no longer working in that mm-hmm. you know field are doing sure. podcasting because podcasting has no rules. True. So I mean, you can yeah. do whatever you want. You can say whatever no you FCC. want. No FCC. Yeah. Yeah. Besides music, music's kind of an issue still. You mm-hmm. can't be playing uh, other people's tunes. It's more of a copyright thing, though. Yeah, that's. I think it's mostly YouTube too. So who knows? But yeah, Sevenson history. That would be a good one. A lot of it out there, man. I always thought you were you were more into music. I am. You know, I, I still do the mobile DJ thing. Um, I, uh, I, I probably put my music collection up against about anybody. Um, Five thousand CDs, maybe, and who knows how much I've taken digitally. Yeah, a lot of that came about from working in radio. You got a lot of demo CDs free, and then when I used to go on on trips, like to call basketball or football games, say I'm in Cheyenne and I've got some time to kill, I'd go hit pawn shops and buy CDs. You know, two bucks a piece. Yeah, and that's where I amassed most of my collection was through pawn shops. Nice. Yeah, I actually like pawn shops myself. They're fun. I, mean, I got a little uh, antique collection. I like pawn shops, uh, antique stores, just junk shops. Junk shops are my favorite. Yeah. When they don't really have a price on things and things are just like piled up everywhere. I mm-hmm. love going and just messing around looking through all that stuff. Cool. So I find some gyms. Yeah, I like going to the pawn shop too. You can get some uh, pretty good games, secondhand games up there. Yeah. Uh, used to go and look at the guitars, but you know, I recently made peace with the fact that I just suck at guitar <laughs> and nothing <laughs> is going to change that. So practice, practice might change that. 
uh okay nothing short of you know actual effort on my part is going to change that and that's just out of the question i just don't think i could do it oh. you know i i'm in a band and been around some very accomplished musicians for you know most of my life but guitar just seems so i tried with a with a video and i just yeah maybe keyboards i, I don't really know how to play a thing that's yeah, he's the singer, right? You're yeah, singer? Just, just just a singer in a rock and roll band, man. <laughs> yeah, he's the face. Um, yeah, your your band is Bones, right? Right, Bone, Bone, Bone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't have a song of the week this week. If you got something for me, could play some Bone at the end of the show. All right, I'll see. I'll see if I've got something on the laptop. That'll no. work, man. I'll add that in post for people <laughs> and for audio only. Um. Mark's actually, I think you've been on two of my shows, one where I interviewed you. I don't do that show anymore. Right. And then you've been on this show once mm-hmm. where we made well, you it do. Was you and AJ, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We made you do a lot of uh, impressions. Mm-hmm. Randy's actually decent with impressions oh, yeah, yeah. as well. He and I were actually in a, in a play last summer with Sagebrush. Yeah. The uh, 80s, the fundraiser. Yeah, nice. That was fun. He, he does that's a mean Dangerfield man. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that's right. He did the uh, Dangerfield does Eminem or Eminem does Dangerfield. Yeah. One of the yeah. two. No, Dangerfield doing uh, Eminem lyrics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I were try- I'm trying to remember some of the stuff we talked about on, on the interview show because that's no longer around. I, I remember you telling some stories uh, about old school Evanston and uh, how, how packed and stuff the bars were. Oh, yeah, during the boom. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. You know, when you see a town uh, swell to like 18,000 when it was eight, 10, maybe, because we'd, re- we'd really drop down uh, late 70s. Um, and it kind of started about the time I left to go to college. But, you know, I'd come back uh, once in a while on weekends and then for holidays and stuff, but just to see the town grow and grow and grow. And it, it was you would have live music at, at probably five, six different bars. Boomtown had bar or uh, Boomtown had live music. Whirlin had live music. The Outpost had live music. Um, the old where MRSI is, that was a bowling alley called Becker's. They had live music at times. Mm. Um, who Oh, Billy's. And you can't forget Billy's Country Music Emporium. They were bringing in people like, you know, Hank Williams Jr., Mel Tillis, uh, you know, the big names in country. Mm. It was a thousand seater club. And uh, yeah, they they would pack it out because there was so much money in town, you know. Yeah, well, that's that crazy. But yeah, it was uh, it was a crazy time. Yeah, I remember seeing some uh, Becker's uh, Brewery stuff at uh, what is that store downtown? Uh, Secondhand Rose or something? They had like a bunch of ashtrays yeah. mm-hmm. and and a bunch of uh, memorabilia from from that brewery. Yeah, it it started actually in Ogden, and then they made a branch up here. And the Ogden branch didn't like it so much because uh, the Wyoming brew was better than the mother company. Mm, yeah, because um, 5.5. I actually did a research paper on that uh, my senior year in high school. And I went into the place where the brewery used to be with a guy who had not been there since they closed it like in 49. And he was in his 90s and he was sharp as could be. Hmm. He pointed out the whole brewing process. And if something wasn't there. He told me what used to be in that place because it was a warehouse at the time. Yeah. Down there by about where Kick Chevron is now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very cool. Um, I, I remember Suds Brothers Brewery. And I, I don't know why I'm the only one that remembers this because I've asked people and they, they have no idea. I was like, I'm pretty sure this used to be a bookstore at one point. 
Sons Brothers? Yeah. It was J.C. Penney's. Was it? Okay. Yeah, that was the old Penny store. And then uh, a guy named James Bond um, bought it, and uh, he, he had the first brewery there. And uh, then, of course, Travis Martinez and his family yeah, yeah. took it over from there. That was one of the first J.C. Penney's in the country, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Kimmer's, Kimmer was number one, and it's still around. Uh, my wife bought some shirts there not too long ago. <laughs> still, still kicking, man. Yeah. It might be the only one left. I mean, it was the first one, and now might be the like. It's they, they, they've close. got a few, but I think the the bulk of their business is done online now. Yeah. Um, Kemmer, that's uh, that's uh, you know I, I've gone over there to do some gigs uh-oh. in. Uh, not not lately, of course, because of what we're all going through. But uh, Kemmer uh, has some interesting history, to say the least. I don't know if it's yours. I, I remember one oh, of these mic yeah. cords being being jumpy. I don't know if uh, the audio can pick that up or not. But somebody not, let us know. I had to see if Michael was messing around with it. I'm sure he was. You think so? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely has to be his fault. Michael Searle? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, he records his show here as well. Yeah, I, I listened to a little of uh, his uh, before I came down here. I mean, that was the, that was always the ultimate goal was to get uh, a few people in here. I mean, that, that mm-hmm. was, that's why the reason I built the place uh, and took it out of my basement sure. because I was like, hey, I want to give people an opportunity to start their own show and be creative. And, and uh, that's very gracious of you. By yeah, the way. get their get that's their voice cool. out there, man. And so I was like, I want to build a cool spot for, but nobody here knows what a podcast is, so it's hard <laughs> to get people involved. <laughs> We're working do you on guys, it. Do you guys all listen to different podcasts or race podcasts yes. on a regular basis? Yeah. Uh, periodically. Mm-hmm. I mean, not as regular as, you know, he's like an encyclopedia. Yeah. Of <laughs> I know a lot of podcasts. <laughs> um, well, I mean, a truck driver, so mm-hmm. 12 hour shifts. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. I mean, now, do you listen in your truck? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. How, how, does, how does that go about? Is it something you download and then take with you? Or how? I mean, yeah, I've got I've got an app. It's called Podcast Addict. Okay. And I, I'll download. Uh, so just through your phone, and then yeah, you just pipe that through your your truck. Yeah, well, I, I mean it's Bluetooth. Everything's Bluetooth okay. now. It's a 2020 Pete. So okay, cool. <laughs> uh, technology is caught up with the trucking industry. Cool. Uh, but yeah, um, I've got like 50 something different shows I listen to on a wow. weekly basis. So wow. Yeah, I can I can get through like six a night easy six seven. Heard so of the Tiger King? You're the podcast king. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, li- I like them, man. Yeah, I got hooked a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I did was listen to them for a long time, and then I was like, "Hey, I want to try this." I had so a that's microphone what provided yeah. the impetus to to go yeah. forward with this. Okay, I cool. would listen to podcasts about podcasting mm-hmm. just so I could learn how to do it myself. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. And they're out there, man. It's weird. They're weird. I've had a podcast about podcasting, but people talk about equipment. People talk about. Uh, where to publish. I mean, mm-hmm. that's how I got most of my information, YouTube and, and podcasts mm-hmm. on how to even start this thing. You should start a podcast on how to podcast about podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> and then just, that's what's happening right now. Um, I might write that down a podcast about how to podcast on podcasting. A podcast. <laughs> yeah. On how to podcast about podcasts. Deep man. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys yeah. can talk while I'm doing this. Oh yeah, so how's your week been? It's what what what's all of you uh, as far as the TV you bring into your house? What 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 are you using? For me, I uh, I just I, I got back on a trial of Netflix. hadn't had right. that for a long time. I've always had Hulu and uh, YouTube TV. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, 
Uh, I've had Amazon Prime before, but I didn't. I think I have it now, but I don't. You know, I don't ever think about it. I watching the hell out of some YouTube, but I don't have YouTube TV. Mm-hmm. It's just live TV. It's yeah. just just kind of like you can get Hulu Live uh, or Hulu has, of course, yeah. you know, watch the next day or go back through uh, an entire series. Right. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, YouTube is just it's got all your local channel. It's got about sixty yeah. channels. And it's just stream. So it's just an app on your phone or a laptop. You know, you pull something up and then stream it to your TV. Yeah. Is this the part where I shit talk YouTube? Is... Yeah, maybe if you want to. I mean, if it, they've had so many commercials and they were censoring everything, so they might as well just become regular ass TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I watch Amazon Prime. I actually enjoy uh, a few of their shows. They've had some decent shows. Been watching Ozark. Oh, yeah. A lot of people have been talking wow. about Ozark. Yeah. I watched uh, recently. I was watching uh, Deadwood, and my brother really liked that Deadwood. I'm watching Ballers right now with the the Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Okay, it's decent. It's all right. (laughs) And Dave, I'm still I'm still a fan of Dave. I've seen a few episodes of Dave. Yeah, (laughs) I think it's funny. Yeah, it is funny. But yeah, we've got uh, we've got Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Disney Plus. But Disney Plus came with uh, Verizon for a year. Okay, year. So the daughter likes that one Mm -hmm. because Elsa's on there. Because what's on there? Elsa. Okay. Yeah. Frozen. Uh, Frozen. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, we I watched it for Mandalorian, which was great. Mm-hmm. Mandalorian is a really great show. Yeah. It's like I was dead set against Disney Plus. And then it's like, oh, they've got every episode of The Simpsons, including, you know, the good ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, they've got the old X-Men animated series from the 90s. I'm like, oh, crap. They just keep sweetening the pot. and they got some old school stuff, man. They got all the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. What else was I watching? Oh, uh, Brink, I think. Also, a, like it's a, what is it called? Rollerblading type show? I'm not sure. It's It was from the 90s, and I remember lo- loving it when I was a kid, and I rewatched it, and I was like, it doesn't hold up. Yeah, the, not- the, the, there are shows <laughs> like that that you really had a, an affinity for at one point in time, and you go back and go, well, I guess I've changed a little bit. I know yeah. Johnny's Tsunami's on there. And I have not watched it yet because I really enjoyed it as a kid and I don't want to ruin it now. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to keep it on there. I'll just look at it like, yeah, that was good. But not never watch it. I know we were watching, uh, I know, we were watching a lot of anime recently. And then I think uh, because of the COVID thing, they're not doing simul dub anymore. And I don't want to start a subs versus dubs debate, but I prefer dub if I'm watching a comedy because, you know, the jokes are better if you hear them in, a language you understand instead of reading them at the bottom of the oh, screen. Yeah. Of course. Uh, kind of like how Twitter works. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. Dude, did you see that shit uh, that was going on on Twitter? Uh-huh. With, uh, somebody made a comment or somebody posted a picture of uh, Tucker Carlson talking about COVID. And he's like, you know, this many people die of heart disease and this many people die of suicide and just comparing it to COVID. And I'm like, yeah, but I said something like, you know, hey, you know, you still wear a condom. AIDS doesn't kill as many people as anything you listed, but you still wear a damn condom. Well, I mean, it could also be for pregnancy. Oh, that too. Those numbers are up pretty high. I bet, man. <laughs> they're, they're expecting some kind of new baby boom out of this thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're assuming is going to happen. Everybody's stuck at home. Yeah. What else are you going to do? I guess. I mean, not me personally, but <laughs> I wish. I don't know. Play PlayStation, I guess. That's yeah. That's all I've been doing is uh, 
playing uh, Call of Duty. What's going on, Mike? Got a secondary abstinent campaign. <laughs> uh, Randy was uh, blaming you earlier for messing with one of the mic cords. I'm convinced. It has to be your fault. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, now I forgot what I was going to get into. So thanks. But yeah, no, I've been watching. <laughs> I finally got around to watching The Witcher a couple of weeks ago. Nice. How was it? About a year after everybody else was yeah, talking about how it. good it was. I enjoyed it. So in 2021, I'll probably fin- be finished with Tiger King about this time next year. <laughs> yeah. Finally. I went through that in about a night. Yeah. Everybody. I mean, that about took seven off. Seven episodes, I think. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Mike had an episode on he it. He did. Yeah, week, yeah. I was listening to some of that before it came down. I have to listen to the rest of I it. I think I only watched four episodes, but I got the gist. Yeah. <laughs> I was leaving for work. My wife was binging it, and she was like four episodes in. I was like, I got to go. I can't keep watching it. No, he's got uh, yeah, Kanye and Kim West uh, are, are trying to work for his freedom. That that was something I heard on Mike's. Did you? Did, I mean, is, this is the guy that got two straight dudes addicted to meth yes. so that he could turn them into his personal playthings. Yes. Yeah, I think he's right where he needs to be. <laughs> Somebody, there was a reporter during one of these, uh, I think, COVID-19 press conferences with the president, and he asked Donald Trump, um, can you look into the Tiger King or something like that, releasing Joe Exotic from prison? He's like, I'll look into it. Mm-hmm. So everybody's all freaking out this week about President Trump might might look into Joe Exotic's thing. I, I doubt he will. I don't know. I'm just about ready to bet that Donald Trump had no idea what the hell he was talking about, man. He's like, you know, you think I got time for Netflix? <laughs> Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, if you're president and you got time for Netflix, you probably ain't you probably ain't doing your job, man. That's pretty soon there's going to be a reality TV show around the president, I'm guessing. And if they could get away with it, I'm sure they could. Or I'm sure they've tried and they couldn't get away with it cuz of state secrets or something. Well, you can't be in like some of the conference rooms, I'm sure, but just walking around probably be fine. Hey, Michael, doing well, man. Just saw that but yeah, just walking around would probably give all kinds of information out that they don't want. I mean, you can get information. Uh, what was the thing recently? But they had life insurance companies would look at your profile pictures to tell if you're a smoker huh. or something like that. It was a couple of years ago. The story broke. It didn't really make major headlines, but I just remember reading about it. Hmm. You know. I don't know, man. I don't know. To bring I, the conversation to a screeching halt. No, I was going to say no punchline. <laughs> I was going to say I think uh, everybody's freaking out nowadays about uh, this app wants this and this app wants this. I'm like, you guys realize that Google has had a dossier on almost every American citizen for yeah. like since 2007. None of this is new. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, Facebook's uh, using our information so they could sell us stuff. Well, no shit. He's trying to make money. He's a multi-billionaire. What do you want from him? <laughs> I mean, he's selling your information. He's uh, listening in, and they all are. Everybody is. Everybody's like, don't get, in, don't get an Alexa. It listens in. It's like, no shit. So does your phone. I mean, <laughs> it's the same thing. Who knows? You guys aren't going to weigh in on that? All right, moving on. <laughs> I was more distracted by Michael saying, Rando, do some voices. And I'm like, what the hell voices? And then he posts Jack Nicholas. Jack Nicholas? Who the hell? Jack Nicholas, that's a golden bear. The that's the golfer. Yeah, he, no, Jack I know, Nicholson. I, like, no, I, I know who he is. I'm just saying, <laughs> who the hell has a Jack Nicholas impression? That's like the opposite <laughs> of Christopher Walken. I, well, Everybody has a Christopher Walken impression, but who the hell knows how to do a Jack Nicholas impression? That's, Mark might. No, maybe. No, that, that that was, uh, not in my wheelhouse. He does a lot of, you do a lot of cartoon characters, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I do too. Yeah. It, uh, Randy has a, a decent uh, meatball. 
Wait, Meatwad. Meatwad. Yeah. Um, uh, Hunger Force, but they kept changing the name. Just got me confused. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you know, Mate Man over there. Yeah, he's got a point. You know, it was, uh, they changed it, it was Aquatine Hunger Force. And then they changed it to Aqua something, you know, whatever. Then it was Aqua TV Show Show. And uh, that one confused me. I was sounding like an echo, you know. And I hadn't heard a good echo since, you know, when I saw Boston Live. And, you know, this chick was all passed out and puked. And they were playing Urgent. And I, I just can't hear that song Urgent without, you know, thinking about that chick passed out pu- uh, boobs covered in vomit. Mm, passed out boobs. <laughs> I, I was on. I was gaming online with uh, some uh, some people playing Conan. Uh-huh. And I was just doing a Boomhauer impression the entire time, just cracking them up. Yeah, I was gonna say that's got to be fun to just do voices. Over. Well, what do you think, there, Boomhauer? Oh man, talking, man, we're talking about opinion, man. They say opinion like you know, a butthole, man. But the dang opinion get dirty, man. They ain't gonna wipe your butthole. Then they keep the opinion to yourself, man. I, don't want, I ain't talking about seeing your butthole. Then won't see no opinion. <laughs> I thought that the conversation was going to keep going. <laughs> I was hoping for it. And they're talking about that dang on dang on script, man. Dang on studio, didn't get the headphones on. Man, they're talking about that dang on time Brad Pitt came in. He was my cousin, man. They're talking about that, that was fun. <laughs> Brad Pitt's your cousin? <laughs> you didn't see the one where Brad Pitt played Boonhauer's cousin? I did not. <laughs> I don't watch a lot of King of the Hill, man. I used to back in the day. I was telling someone earlier that uh, she said when I was a kid, she was like, I, most little girls want to be Disney princesses, and I wanted to be Wednesday Adams. And I'm like, dude, I was somewhere between Pugsley and Bobby Hill. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any voices. So if you guys keep getting into voices, I'm just going to have to stare at you and smile. I, I got nothing. <laughs> I can do a decent God dang it, Bobby. That's about it. <laughs> hey, Hank. <laughs> And I got Thunder. I got an ass like Hank. <laughs> I have a narrow urethra. Your urethra is so narrow. I can't do I can't do Chris Rock. <laughs> yeah, when I was younger, I could do Chris Rock, but I just don't have the, the chops for it these days. It's oh uh, right. I do not remember if my John Redcorn was on task. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's mostly just talking Nancy, slow and precise, right? Nancy, lie down. <laughs> we will give you a massage with my penis. <laughs> yeah, he was, who? whose wife was he banging? It was Dale. Dale. Dale, Dale okay, Gribble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was the humor of it, as he was paranoid about <laughs> everything was a conspiracy, and the one thing he couldn't see was his wife having an affair. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting that a lot now. Everything's a conspiracy. It seems crazy to me. Some of the stuff people come up with. Oh, yeah. It's like, I always say I'm agnostic on the subjects. Like, I I mean, I don't know. I guess we could go there, but I, I just don't see it. I guess we get there when we get there. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. Maybe this whole thing blows over and everybody's back to normal. Maybe some other shit happens. Here's the fuck, man. Well, right now, my Facebook is just split down the middle between people thinking that this plague is just going to wipe everything out and people who think that this is just a ploy for the government to call martial law. Yeah. And I'm like, um, 
I guess we'll see what you want me to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, maybe, maybe it will. Maybe it won't. Who knows? Um, cover my face and vote. That's all I can do. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, we're supposed to be six feet apart from each other, aren't we? It's uh, close enough. Yeah, I think there's supposed to be like no gatherings of more than five people, <laughs> yeah. ten people, or something like that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking it was too. Like, I, I, I get you're supposed to be six feet apart, but I think that's in public. Yeah. Uh, I think if you know the people and you know nobody's sick at the moment that you're hanging out, it's like under 10 or something. Right. I think we're fine. Yeah, the idea is like grocery stores or. And people have been adhering about. to that. Although that, that's, you know, the few times I've gone, you know, yeah. you just kind of do what you're supposed to do. Everybody's kind of aware of it, but you see them keeping their distance. So yeah. that's a good thing. At least here. I know we got one guy that comments on every uh, show we do. He tells you to, to smell me and tell you what he smells like. I would not recommend that today. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of walking around <laughs> Haven't had a shower. I think I said he smelled like the Amazon rainforest or something <laughs> like that. I probably do right now. Probably one of the more pungent parts. Um, yeah, no, people have been really good about social distancing and uh, uh, quarantine, shelter in place and all that here in Evanston. Just uh, so many damn Utah plates. I thought I woke up this morning. I thought we got annexed. I was wondering what the hell was going on it's like we don't need a stay-at-home order we need a go-home order <laughs> yeah have you seen the thing where you have to fill out like a form to go into utah now yeah why why isn't it both ways though is what i'm asking so utah can come here because wyoming is still america i guess so. <laughs> Some, somehow through that uh, emergency response they'll send you a text and then when you stop driving you're supposed to go to a website and then report why you're there uh, had have you been sick? Uh, have you been around anybody that's been sick? Have you been in an area that is prone to the the pandemic? I had a I had a lady on the podcast on my old one, my other podcast. Mm-hmm. She was an entrepreneur, and she her business was they were like these little discs, right? And you could program them for your business, and wherever you're at, it was in like thirty thirty miles or something like that. So you place it in your in your business area, wherever you you're at, and it will shoot a thing to your phone. You know, like the Google things, like oh, how take pictures of McDonald's or whatever. It'll come up like, hey, have you seen this business? Hmm. It kind of reminds me of that. Like as soon as you go into Utah, it's like, wing. That's weird how that stuff works. Yeah, I don't think I've ever taken a picture of McDonald's either. I've been asked eight hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> You ever take pictures of shit? Ask you to take pictures of? Uh, no, not not for a while. I feel like I mean, there's always tomorrow. But. Yeah, well, I just feel like every restaurant you go into, you leave it, and your phone has that Google thing. How was your How was your dinner at Wendy's? Did you take any photos? Actually, Can you rate this? Yeah, I actually haven't gotten that. Oh, maybe it's just me. No, I've got I've I've had those before okay. too. Yeah, yeah. My phone did, was doing this weird thing all last week where it had this, like this light up in the corner right here. And it was just like this blinking green light and I couldn't figure it out. And then my phone update and oh, then it okay. went away. But like for like months, it was just there mm-hmm. until the phone update. And I was like, are they just like constantly on your shit? I don't know. That's what it seemed like. Like they're just watching me. Everything I do. That little green blinky light. <laughs> I mean, follow me wherever you want to go. You might not like some of the websites, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's just uh, I don't know because I remember that same update and I didn't have any blinking lights or anything like that But oh I just updated it like three days ago and the light went away Yeah, but yeah there was a blinking green light for a long time it's weird 
And I thought my phone was broken. And I hate, and I hate bringing up something if I can't tell you exactly what the source was or where you can find it or whatever. But I was watching a. Isn't that the whole premise of the show? I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. I guess. I, I mean, I feel like I should be sitting here like Ben Shapiro, like. And if you look exactly on page 193 in the book Gone with the Wind, you will see on line five. <laughs> I, had everybody, I had everybody convinced the other day that there was a central power location where all the power went to and it just spun in a circle and just dispersed. That's not real. <laughs> the central power apparently was some kind of Nazi thing. I looked it oh. up. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, I should have said central power. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I saw something where they were talking about the amount of power it would take for apps to actually listen in on your calls or listen in on your whatever. And it was it would cost them more than it would make them. It was just better to use the Google information that Google collects. Yeah. So. But it is weird that you say something and it comes up as an ad on Facebook. Oh, yeah. I think Facebook spends the money to listen. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it could be. But that yeah, goes, just that be- goes back to what you want me to do about it. Cause- yeah. I was like, just because they can listen doesn't mean they are at the same yeah. time. Nor do they care what you're saying for the most part. I was, that's what I was saying too. Everybody's like, oh, they're listening to our phones. I was like, how, how aren't they catching people then? I, you'd think they'd be using it to catch some people. I don't understand. I'm just, I'm just waiting for some former FBI agent to, you know, start a stand-up career and just have all of my damn jokes because he's heard everything I've ever come <laughs> up with. Well, I'm I, on the phone running it by friends and family. I mean, think of that that Amber Alert. Did everybody get that Amber Alert today? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. think they just know exactly where that was, where she was, if they were listening and watching and tracking yeah. phones? It'd Not be that like good that. Point, man. Yeah. And I was saying. Uh, Remember that presidential alert that they did a couple of years ago when like every phone in America went off? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, somebody, I remember somebody was talking about that. That's how they were, they were just doing that to find the uh, cell phones in the prisons. That's what oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> just had them all go <laughs> off. Because I was, we were uh, checking out in Walmart. We had to run to Walmart today. And uh, that's part of the reason I was talking about the Utah plates. But yeah, we were checking out earlier and as we were checking out, the Amber Alert or the second Amber Alert came through where it was like an update and every phone in Walmart went off. Oh, nice. And it was just insane. It's got to be a GPS thing. I don't know. Yeah, mine went off twice today. Did anybody see that truck? <laughs> I didn't see it. I don't it. know if anybody's... Uh, <laughs> I didn't really go anywhere today. But, I mean, it is it is useful for truck drivers. I mean, most of the time we're out there looking around. So, yeah. I'm not working. Uh, they're doing this uh, premium day off is what they're calling it. So we're only working four days a week. So I had yesterday off. Do you, you do a, drive the same route? Uh, it depends. I mean, I go um, I go from here, Utah, Idaho, and it just depends on the day. I get dispatched something else every day, but it's mostly within 250 miles, and it's usually just Wyoming, Utah, and, and okay. Idaho. And, and you're just you're delivering fuel to Mavericks? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Fuel driver, tanker yanker, tanker yanker. Mm-hmm. That's a new one on me. Yeah, uh, I saw that uh, like two years ago, and I was like, "Oh, is that what they call us, tanker yankers?" I actually kind of like, I embraced it, yeah. <laughs> so I started using it myself. <laughs> Call myself a tanker yanker. You know what they call pilot cars in the south? What's that? Escorts. Hmm. So I actually used to work with a guy who had as a side hustle. He had an escort business. <laughs> and, we were, and it's just sitting there with a straight face because I'm like, you you know that has another meaning, right? 
Yeah, it's dude. like when someone calls the beanbag toss the cornhole game. I'm like, <laughs> imagine somebody going there to get an oversized load, and they can't find it anywhere. Or somebody there looking for an escort, <laughs> and then the pilot car shows up. It's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. This isn't what I asked for. Yeah, nah, man. I had to get the uh, escort to help me with my oversized load because <laughs> I'm trying to get out of here. I'm trying to go home. I was going to go cornholing at my cousin's house. <laughs> <laughs> nice okay <laughs> let's just end it there that's but I, speaking of cornholing <laughs> you want to make sure you're fresh and clean no matter what kind of activity you participate in <laughs> and that brings us to our sponsor ballsy use promo code stmpod at ballwash.com to save 15 percent. and wow oh. amber alert yeah everybody's phone there you go. Go to ballwash.com. Use promo code SD and bought at checkout. Save yourself some money. Also, go to spunklube.com. Use promo code SD and bought at checkout. Get some spunk on your junk. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Spunk Lube's been around forever, man. Yeah. I think they're probably our longest running sponsor. Yeah. Cool. Them and the CBD company would. <laughs> that probably died like three months after the AK was that. <laughs> I don't even know what the situation with that. CleanCBD.net. Witches Brew has always been an unofficial sponsor. That's true. That's... Shout out to Holly down at Witches Brew Vape Shop, downtown Evanston. She said that she was getting ready to start selling juice online, maybe. So we might be able to push that a little bit more for people that don't live here. You got a problem with that? No, not at all. You just <laughs> mentioned juice, and I just remembered I brought two Gatorades. Oh, uh, but they're behind the I wall? And I left them in the car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're behind the wall. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Mike was talking about changing everything up again, maybe. Yeah. So I don't know what we're going to do with these walls and stuff. I don't know. I mean. I just gave you more room so you didn't to... knock the wall over anymore. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. I know. <laughs> Last week we had a close call. That was uh oh what's up rick my cousin rick's watching right now i don't think he's ever tuned into this show before so that's that's fancy <laughs> he's just here for mark yeah he'd give a damn about you Either mark <laughs> mark or your cornhole and jokes oh, yeah. too. man talking about that dang old cornhole man talking about that dang old fitting hole man talking about a sack too big man get, get, get in there man got you for it man that, that dang old lubricate it <laughs> I think talking about that dang old spunk, spunkloop.com, man. They're talking about that dang old spunk on your jump, man. They're talking about that dang old ball washing and get, get the dang funk off your jump, man. They're talking about that ain't no problem. Uh, you know who needs uh, their balls washed? Uh, Meatwad, because he's a giant ball. <laughs> well, I, I, try, I tried to wash my balls on uh, the laundromat, but shoot, I made a worse mess than when I went in there. <laughs> They said it was unsanitary. They said I can go home and and, and I wasn't allowed back. And they said they didn't care. And my balls could stink all they want. (laughs) You got to think Meatwad probably is like uh, bad. He's gone bad. Like, how how long can a ball of meat last? You can't do like you, you can't put too much thought in Aqua Teen Hunger okay, Force because bad. well, it's just he's the a, fries make sense. He's a sentient uncooked ball of meat. Because if they're McDonald's the fries, they'd probably last forever. Yeah, 
And uh, for some reason, they made shake a lime flavored shake. That's just that's that is odd. Yeah, yeah, he would be pretty uh, pretty crusty by now. Exactly. <laughs> can you do a shake? I can't. I can't uh, get my voice that high. It was. I can't do shake and Frylock's his own creature. I don't think I can do a Frylock either. I think we're making Mark do uh, like Homer and Homer Simpson. Yeah, Barney and stuff. I don't remember who all we made you do last time you're on here. Got to spitball it. Yeah, just trying to remember the because I know I had Aquatine, I had Metocalypse, and a lot of the Adult Swim lineup. You got Alex Jones. Alex Jones, that's right. Yeah, Christopher Walken. I made you do. Yeah, yeah, but everybody has a Christopher Walken though. You got a Christopher Walken? No, I really actually don't. That's, oh. But I, I have heard a lot of people yeah. impersonate him. Sure. Uh, he does. He can do an Obama as well, also. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm just saying, uh, when you're doing your uh, daily routine, you got to use ballwash.com. <laughs> That's pretty good. Go to man. ball wash and uh, get those balls clean. <laughs> nice <laughs> endorsement from former president. Hey, you Barack know Obama. what? I, I kind of wish I'd had some of that stuff. You know, maybe somebody wouldn't have snitched on me if my balls smelled all fresh and clean. <laughs> Now I got to watch my back. Only reason I'm alive right now is because I got Secret Service protection. I mean, I'm just saying Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> uh, how? Let's say if you if you were to have some kind of lube to help you slide out of the situation you were in, what kind of lube would that be? There's all kinds of slippery people out there, folks. You gotta be you gotta be tough, but you gotta beat them at their own game. You gotta be just as slippery as the slipperiest of the lizard people. And for that, you gotta use SpunkLube.com. You got to use Spunk Lube. You got to go to SpunkLube.com and use promo code STM. This is how you beat the system. This is how you beat the system, people. You got to beat the system by going to SpunkLube.com and using promo code STM pod. And that way you save 15%. Everyone else is paying. Everyone else is paying and they're paying full price. But you, you get that 15% off. And that's how you're going to beat the system. Then you can use that lube and you can get just as slimy as the slimiest one of these globalists. And that's how we're going to win. That is how we're going to take over. We're going to win. You will not defeat us. We're on to your slime. We're on to your plan. You got a little into that, didn't you? You can't just half-ass an Alex Jones impression, man. Right. Got, that man. That man puts everything into it, man. You got you to gotta try and match his energy. Well, they are turning the frogs gay. Homer. Love him or hate him, man. He brings it. You gotta. That's what makes him so entertaining to watch. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are actually turning turning back. They're putting, uh, they're putting chemicals underwater to turn the frogs gay, and then the frogs are putting water into chemicals to try and turn us straight. I don't understand what's going on, but I don't like it. Yeah, they were. Uh, and they put frogs in the water, and that's just sick. <laughs> Wait, frogs are supposed to go in the water. Lily pads. Ooh. Is that why they call them lily pads? Because the frogs are gay. <laughs> Got him. Um, <laughs> people are enjoying your Alex Jones right now. Yeah, I was going to say a lot of people are tuning into him right now because they, they're believing the shit he's saying about the COVID. The COVID. No, I, don't, I haven't even heard what he had. I know he was trying to. Say he had a cure for it or something. Yeah, he got fined for selling his products online, uh, claiming it would cure it. I don't even know what he was selling that would cure it. I don't know. But 
we don't have a cure for maybe for COVID, but we do have a cure for snaky balls. Go to ballwatch.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna work that in all the time now. He's gotta oh yeah, you just gotta move in there seamlessly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh I talk about it on the show before or yeah, I think I did before. I don't think Mark was here, but uh, I talked about it on the show. I had an idea for like a buddy cop movie with Ben Shapiro and Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and Alex Jones just kept going off and Ben Shapiro would always have to rein him in. <laughs> you know, it's like okay, this is where we believe they're moving the drugs to. It's more than that. These people are demons. They smell like sulfur. Okay, okay, Alex, calm down. <laughs> okay, calm down. We can't go in there just yet. Okay, we go in there without a warrant. What's going to happen? They're going to get off scot free. I don't want that. You don't want that. All right. But first, we'll talk more about the second amendment or the fourth amendment in a minute. But first, let's talk about your balls. Your balls <laughs> need to be clean, and you need to use ballwash.com. Okay. Ballwash.com. It's it's a great website. I know about websites. I know about a lot of things because my wife is a doctor, and. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any political figures? No. no just <laughs> Who's your favorite? Political figure? No. What no. character that you do? Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get some from you too, man. Oh. Uh, got to join in the fun. A little too spent to do that. Oh, all right. But well, yeah. Been tired. Like, yeah. What you been doing? Staying up too late, watching yeah. TV, and, and yeah. doing some deep spring cleaning, which oh, yeah. needed to be done, you know? Yeah, we did some of that today. We went to the dump today. Did you? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. The uh, guy at the dump, he had gloves on and, uh, and a mask, and he comes out, and my son wanted to pay him, so I gave him the five bucks, and, mm-hmm. and he put it out the window, and the guy said, do you want uh, a Tootsie Roll? And he went inside and got my both my kids' Tootsie Rolls, but he was wearing the gloves. <laughs> he handed the Tootsie Rolls. Like people, like rubber gloves. Or, yeah, I mean, people don't understand cross contamination though. It's like if you've been touching everything all day with those gloves, right. and then you gave candy to my kids with the same damn gloves. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen that stuff all over Facebook lately. Like people just putting the gloves in their mouth or touching yeah, their keys I and stuff. <laughs> all right, man. I saw that picture. That was great. He's just sitting there in the middle of the grocery store, holding the glove in his mouth, texting on his phone with his ungloved hand. Well, I've seen people like eating with the gloves on. Yeah, like picking the grapes out. It's like, do you? All right, fine. <laughs> and it's weird because these are the people that are are buying all the gloves. They bought mm-hmm. out everything. They bought right. out all the gloves, all the right. Purell. And it's like, what's the point of you guys having it if if you're still gonna get the virus? Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> and, uh, and only thing more contagious is stupidity. Yeah. Because I hear about the stupid shit they do with their gloves, and now I'm touching my face. I'm just, I got a face palm. I got a. <laughs> And that's the one thing we're not supposed to do. Well, I haven't been I haven't been uh, wearing gloves. Well, really, I mean, I wear gloves at work, right? But I, like, I haven't wore any rubber gloves or anything. I've just been washing my hands using, you know, Purell and stuff. And I take my work gloves off as soon as I get in the truck. Everything right. I touch outside the truck, gloves on. I open the, I open the door, take the gloves off, and before I touch anything in the truck, I Purell. Sure, okay. absolutely. Cross contamination, man. Yeah. You gotta. You can't be touching stuff with the same gloves you touched everything else with. Right. It's, I don't understand. Whatever. It's the life. It's the. It's where we live in, man. Yeah. It's the Tide Pod generation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Were kids eating Tide Pod because they knew this was coming? Maybe. They're Maybe they're preemptively trying to clean their systems. Out. Trying to yeah disinfect <laughs> everything. If it was a cure, that'd be awesome. 
know. All the boomers like, oh, shit, we should have been taking the Tide Pods. <laughs> I uh, think for legal reasons, we should say that eating Tide Pods will fucking kill you. And uh, under no circumstances should you do it. But if you want to get it down faster, try SpunkLube. <laughs> SpunkLube.com. No? Should should we not put our sponsors in situations like that? <laughs> All right. Good to know. I'm just trying to pull out another impression. Oh, uh, okay. Like murder face from Metacalypse. Yeah, yeah, like SpunkLube.com, but yeah, it's really not pleasant to hear this voice all the time, and nobody wants to hear it, and it sounds kind of like uh, Louis Anderson if he was drunk and pissed off. <laughs> I was trying to think of who else, who else you had. Because we've had, oh, Bane. You got a Bane. You got a decent Bane. How, how would Bane watch have, his balls? Dude, <laughs> I've, I've been looking for like a Bane cover. Not a Bane mask, but a Bane cover to go over my mask mm-hmm. to see if I could print something out or whatever. And then I'm just walking around town and be like, oh, yes. Everyone thought I looked foolish when I was walking around wearing the mask, but it's. Uh, and now you look just like Bane. It must suck to work in a bank right now. Everyone's oh, got yeah. their face covered. <laughs> That's a jacked up thing because I'll do a delivery. And, you know, I'm good because I got the uh, large scarf here. Large scarf. Yeah. Oh, it's a makeshift schmuck. <laughs> like the. Uh, Did you just call me a schmuck? Yeah, you're a schmuck. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, and I'll wrap that around my face, but. Uh, if it's a it's 50 50 either somebody will come to the door and they've got the mask on too so they totally get it or they come to the door and they look at me like i just brought out a second head so you know it's whatever i'll look stupid today i ain't trying to look cool in a hospital bed you know yeah that's true i guess you haven't been uh, much on the masks um, i know a lot of people think it's a hoax and hey if it's a hoax they got me what do you want me to say i don't think it's a it's a hoax but it does have a 97 percent recovery rate yeah, and it's hard on people with high blood pressure and breathing problems. And I'm, a sm- and I'm a smoker with high blood pressure who, by the grace, of, only by the grace of God, does not have diabetes yet. Yeah, you still got both your legs. It's uh, good. I thought I, I thought I lost a foot, but it turned out that, you know, I was just really drunk. So <laughs> absinthe is a motherfucker, by the way. That's I have a friend that has a bottle of absinthe. And every time we have a get together, he talks about bringing it over, but he never has. Uh, I guess I get down on some of that, some of that yeah. green juice. What is it? Uh, no. Absinthe is a like a hallucinate- it's like a liquor. Oh, okay. I, I thought it was like a licorice liqueur or something. It's no, kind of no. like that. It tastes. It tastes like black licorice. It's okay. Nasty. But it's a hallucinogenic okay. alcohol, essentially. Wow. Yeah. Where do they sell that? In other uh, countries. Kind of figured, yeah. <laughs> They, they sell it, it here? Yeah, they got it at liquor store. You can get it at discount liquor. That's probably not really? as potent as it is in other countries. I think it's the same stuff. Did man. you hallucinate? No. No little green? No, that whole hallucination thing was... Just well, for the movie? Yeah, I think that was uh, either exaggerated or completely made up, man. But it's uh, it was popular. I think somebody went nuts and killed a bunch of people. Hmm. After drink, like killed his family after drinking absinthe. And then I just rem- banned it and said it made you trip and shit. And, uh, the only thing I can compare it to is like uh, if you take like if you've ever taken a muscle relaxer, mm-hmm. it's kind of like that. It's a little less like it doesn't hit you the same way whiskey or beer does. It just kind of you know 
chill. Yeah, I, my only ref, form of reference is uh, Euro Trip, where the guy was talking to the little green fairy thing. You After. Drink it straight. You got to mix it with water or sugar. Uh, oh. There we go. Someday, someday I'll turn this <laughs> thing on. Uh, so, no, you don't drink absinthe straight. Uh, back in the turn of the century, 1910, 1912, it was with wormwood, which is a poison and can cause you to hallucinate. Uh, as it got closer to the prohibition era, they increased the wormwood because they figured people wouldn't drink if they thought it would kill them. But people were still going to drink. Sure. Yeah. Whether it was going to kill them or not. And that's what America was like. Well, y'all are too stupid to realize that this is going to kill you. So we're just not going to uh, ship it in from France anymore. And there's your absinthe lesson. Enjoy your life, I guess. Okay. <laughs> cool. Because <laughs> yeah, I know the, I know the bottle we, we have, uh, has wormwood in it, but, um, yeah, I don't think I've ever hallucinated or anything. I think it I think at worst I probably like took a nap and maybe had a vivid dream or something. But that's about it, man. It's you ever hallucinated, Mark, on anything? Or you don't want to say it publicly? That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting question. Nothing comes to mind right now. The only I've said this a few times. The only hallucinetic, hallucinate, hallucinogenic. Fuck, that's the one. Can you say that? Sure, no, you can't. I like the way you say that. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, the only one I've ever had was uh, man. I can't think of the name now. The it was a what's it called? Fuck. I've never I'm heard done. of that one. Yep, I'm done. I can't think of it. Uh, Psilocybin? No, it, mushrooms. I, you smoke LSD, it. It was uh, incense. Peyote. Incense. Uh, a, salvia divinorium. Salvia. Okay, yeah. That's the only one I ever tried. And my yeah. only story was after I, I tried it, I just like sat down on the couch and then I started to sink into the couch and then I became the couch. But it only lasts like five minutes maybe. <laughs> and then my friend did it right after me and they were filming him. He had his phone out, his brother, and they had the light on the front. And he thought a train was coming. <laughs> he freaked wow. out because he thought the phone, the light on the phone was a train. Actually, yeah, I, I do remember one time when I hallucinated, but it was I was a kid and I had chicken box twice. Oh, but oh, the boy. first time I had it, I was seeing huge spiders in my room. I was <sighs> able to look at mirrors and, and these cartoons would start to show up. I mean, it was crazy. I think my parents thought I was nuts. Yeah, well. But then they realized, okay, it's a, it's a symptom of the chicken box. I wonder if that's how cartoons were invented. <laughs> I, people that lived in the chicken box. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I could say I've hallucinated with uh, like sleep paralysis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's happened to me but, a few times. Yeah, I think, you know, like most people have had some kind of experience like that. You know, him mentioning chicken, uh, Mark mentioning chicken box just reminded me of that. But. Thanks for the salvia. My wife hit me up. <laughs> I did. I think before we go any further, we should say that the things said on small town mentality mm. may or may not be true. We may just be making shit up because we think it's funny. <laughs> you you can't prove this. And uh, it should not be assumed that uh, any uh, indiscretions that, that we may admit to it from the past actually happened. You know, maybe we're just going for a joke. You know, Do your own man. research, kids. Don't try this at home. That being said, but, but, you that, got that trunk full of Coke or <laughs> no? <All right. laughs> but that said, man, I did, uh, I did try salvia, man. And I, the colors on the TV got 
more vivid and that's about it yeah i i came i became a couch well i mean i still am i guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, the only stories i have from getting like high from uh pot back in the day was uh listen we we turned cartoons on spongebob and then yeah. we turned the volume off and just listen to rap music and just watch spongebob rap and that yeah. was great <laughs> see see for me it was anime and tool so yeah, SpongeBob always talked fast enough where it looked like he was rapping. I did. I I've, that. I've done that a few times in like bars and stuff too, where they got the TVs on, but they're real low, and you're like the reporters, you know, because they're watching football and the rap songs on. I'll sometimes I'll zone out on that still, <laughs> still to this day. Like, oh, she looks like she's rapping. <laughs> How popular is CB Radio still? CB Radio? Yeah, depends on the company, I guess. I have one. And um, I use it. Well, sometimes I forget to turn it on. Most of the time, I've got it on, especially with snowing and stuff, just to pay attention to see what's going on. But a lot of the big companies now don't use them, which is why most of those big companies are in the in the pileups. So Ooh. it was a safety feature, and people right. got stingy, didn't want to buy them anymore. You know, create your own entertainment kind of mode. Uh, as kids, you know, doing prank calls, which you can't do that anymore because of caller ID. Mm. But we also, I had a friend who had a base station and uh, we had some fun with the truckers. Nice. <laughs> they might not have thought it was fun, but we, you know, we'd rile them up a little bit. One time as a kid, we had these walkie talkies and they were probably three, four mile range. Mm -hmm. And we found somebody on there. We were flipping through the channels, you know, talking to everybody, messing around. And these people, started messing with us so we started messing with them back right mm -hmm. pre-teens or whatever and they decided they wanted to fight us and they asked us where we were and we gave them like a neighbor's address and we were we were messing with them we watched them through the window and they actually pulled up went to the neighbor's house and oh, then wow. just took off <laughs> i mean that could have been very yeah, that, bad that could have turned, turned out horrible for us but hey we we're all right we're okay we made it. <laughs> Only about a million ways that could have gone wrong, yeah. Yeah, we didn't get uh, kidnapped and raped. We're good. Everybody stops and reads the same comment at the same time. Yeah, I don't know what what was the killer idea for sound dampening, but okay. Uh, maybe he's paying attention to the studio. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> they're uh, um, office partitions, I guess, panels. for What are they, what are they like called? Cubicles, cubicles yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, my mother-in-law bought those because she created like a room. So she, they turned their garage into a bedroom and then put the garage on the front. And in that bedroom, they had their kid staying in there and he wanted some privacy. So they bought these and oh. built like a little room. And then he ended up going to jail again. So she gave them to me. <laughs> so it's cool. Joyride. What's Joyride? Uh. Oh, the movie. Oh, she's she was relating to the movie. Oh, what's up? Hello, everybody. Thanks for listening. We're getting distracted by the comments now. Yeah. What are you doing now? I was trying to bring back up because I had a watch party going on Facebook, and I guess it's a I had ended or something. Oh, nice. All right. Well, where are we at? Okay, we're good. Mark, <coughs> do you have any Shoot. any stories you want to bring up from old Evanston mm. for some, for the people for the uh, masses? Hmm. Gosh, man, I kind of came unprepared tonight. Oh, you're all right. I was just going to kind of check things out, sit in, see how your equipment worked. 
We're, we're, I mean, it's, it's not been too bad. We enjoy having you. Well, I'd like to be here. <laughs> My pleasure. Oh, no, I was going to tell a story after the legal disclaimer, but what's the story? Uh, because you were talking, do you about want another legal turning, disclaimer? Well, you talked about turning into a couch, and I was going to say, uh, I don't know if I've told that story on here before, but the first time I ever smoked pot, you turned into a couch. Well, I didn't turn into a couch, but I was, uh, it was at a friend's friend. It was at a friend of mine's house, and you know they were smoking pot out back, and you know they knew I didn't smoke, so I just went out there with them, and I'm waiting for somebody to pass it to me, and nobody did. And I finally said something like, "Well, hey, why aren't you guys passing to me?" And he's like, "Dude, we because you don't smoke. You know this ain't no fucking after school special, dude. You want <laughs> just just let us know, but ain't nobody gonna try and make you do nothing." So I'm like, "Okay." I took a couple of hits, got curious, took a couple of hits. Went inside and sat down on the couch. Now, the dude's brother, because I'm not saying anybody's names, but the dude's brother was as straight edge as straight edge gets. I mean, this motherfucker didn't nothing, you know. Uh, I'd, I'd be surprised if he ever took a fucking aspirin. This guy was so straight edge. Anyway, I sit on the couch and I start to get that anxiety, start to get that fear. I start breathing a little bit deeper. And I noticed the couch is breathing too. <laughs> the couch I'm sitting on is breathing. It's breathing with me in tandem. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Meanwhile, I've got the dude's brother in my ear talking about you smoking that shit because you're fucking weak, man. You're trying to smoke that shit because you got to get away from reality, man. I'm like, dude, I can't, I can't right now. Can I get a glass of milk, dude? You mind if I get a glass of milk? Because I heard milk helps this shit. Can I get a glass of milk? He's like, one glass, motherfucker. You don't drink up all my fucking milk. You're not gonna come to my house and drink all my motherfucking milk. So you get one glass. One glass of milk. And I'm like, okay, cool. I drink the milk. I'm starting to calm down. Dude comes in like his ass was on fire. Gets right in my face. Motherfucker holds up a half, uh, almost empty carton of milk. Motherfucker, what did I fucking tell you? What did I fucking tell you about drinking all my fucking milk? At this point, I think he's fucking with me. I mean, I, I, I'm almost convinced he is just messing with me. And he is just holding up this almost empty jug of milk. I told you one glass, motherfucker. You drank up all my motherfucking milk. I told you not to come up in my house, drink up all my motherfucking milk. Look at this shit. His brother is standing behind him with a giant fucking bowl of Fruit Loops. Like a country crock, the country crock <laughs> butter containers. Mm. One of those full of fucking Fruit Loops. Not a bad bowl. Uh, the end. I don't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have a way to close that one out. So then I... Well, then I go home and I'm freaking out for a completely different reason because I feel like I've straightened up enough to go home and I'm freaking out for And this is why I don't smoke pot because this is it's like a good chance I'm going to like freak out. So, you know, have an anxiety attack. I've got an anxiety disorder when I'm not on anything. Uh, I've got a whole new reason to freak out because it's really late. And I told my mom I was going to be back like four hours ago. <laughs> So I come in and I'm just waiting for the hammer to drop. And my mom got out of bed long enough to tell me to wash the dishes. <laughs> and it was the most intense dishwashing session in the history of mankind. <laughs> I'm just sitting there on the same plate for 10 minutes. <laughs> nice visual bit. It's a great visual bit, but yeah, you can't see me just staring at my hand like I'm washing a dish. For, for the audio listeners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great, great visual bits. We're just going to have to have someone there. And then Randy started moving his hands because his dumbass didn't realize that people couldn't see him. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. 
I mean, we are more visual now than we ever have been, but yeah, we do still have audio listeners. <laughs> How long have you been going now? About three years. Three years? Wow. Yeah. Impressive. Me and Randy, what, four months now, maybe? Uh, I think Six so. months? Yeah. Something like that? Somewhere in the ballpark. I can't really place it. Randy, we've we've said this a few times. Randy's the third co-host. Can't yeah. keep him around. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Randy will get sick of me, too. One of these days. Mm. Alex Jones don't like me. Alex, Alex Jones. Uh, I don't think Alex Jones would like us. I don't. Let's see if we can get him on the show. Guys are pretty funny. Let's see if we can get him on the show. Do a do a bit in Alex Jones' voice, asking him to come on the show, and I'll clip it out and send it to him. Alex, I want to talk to you, man to man, person to person. I'm just trying to switch from Morgan Freeman to Alex Jones. It's like, hold on. <clears throat> All right, Alex, we need to talk. We need to talk man to man. We need to talk uh, freedom fighter to freedom fighter. All right. You need to come on this show. You need to come on small town mentality. You don't have to come to Wyoming. You can stay right there in Texas. You can stay right there and uh, we can do the whole thing remotely. Uh, I can't promise that the globalists won't listen in uh, because they, well, if they are listening in, then they'll be the only people who listen to this show anyway. But you got to come. You got to come on the show and you got to stand up. You got to get this audience. You got to get the small town mentality audience because obviously you need our help. <laughs> All right, clip that out. Me, about an hour in, let me write that down. <laughs> I'll send that to him. <laughs> obviously, he needs our. Obviously, he needs our ratings. He needs the help yeah, of our audience. He needs the six time. listeners oh, yeah. to buy his stuff. It's. Uh, I don't know. I'm a little bit lightheaded from all the Alex- <laughs> <laughs> from all the Alex Jonesing. You just scream at the top of your lungs. Yeah, I wish I could do a Sam Kennison. That's what. Can you do a movie phone? Can you do a movie phone? What? You remember movie never, phone? Never tried to do all that right. now. What's right. What's you, the comedian's name that does that all the time? Uh, I can't think. I don't of. know. You keep making me do voice. I'm gonna go get another water. All right. <laughs> That's only fair. Yeah, let's uh, break down the fourth wall here. Literal fourth wall. <laughs> Visual bit. <laughs> So what's what's kind of your idea? You just want to do a history of Evanston, or you want to get some bands? I, I actually know? came came up with about five different ideas, and I wrote them down. But uh, it's kind of brain dead today. You got a name? No, no. I kind of figured I might leave that up to people. All right, get get some feedback on that. Media with Medea. <laughs> That's a little cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, how many people do you have doing shows here, and and Right now, it's just me and Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and Randy, but uh, you know our show and his show. Okay. And then um, she's talking about having a show um, off camera. Producer M is talking about doing her own show mm-hmm. where she rants about, or not rants, but she wants. She does. Uh, she was talk. I don't know if you want this yeah. out there, but she was talking about because uh, she obsesses about the different subjects for like a week and does a bunch of research and stuff on there. So every week she could have a different. Right, no different thing. topic. Yeah. yeah, that she's she's obsessed. And I thought about week. something like that too. Yeah. So she might just, come in. I'm, I'm going to make them a key, and if you wanted to record here, I'd make you a key. That'd be sweet. Yeah, because I was thinking about doing one that was either open letters where I just rant like a psychopath, or uh, just another one where, or one where I would just uh, take different news stories and just clown on all the weirdness. This would be a good time to start that one. Actually, absolutely. I still got to uh, make you a beat for this show. 
but I my buttons are gone now. But I was gonna make a drop every time he ranted about something, <laughs> like rant like Randy. I like to rant like Randy. <laughs> That'd be dope, Pete. You ever have like a revelation where you're just sitting, not really thinking about anything, and then just something hits you? Sure. Uh, two things hit me this week. The first one is. Uh, I kept talking junk about an entire generation of kids obsessed with the 80s. Mm-hmm. It's like I was a kid in the 80s. I remember you know, I was very young, but I was still a kid. And I remember we all talked about the future and we watched Blade Runner and Star Trek and, you know, Back to the Future. And we all wanted to be in the future so badly. And then we're in the future and all these kids can talk about is how cool it would have been to live in the 80s. And I've got the entire rant about that. And it occurred to me. We're here. <laughs> They're looking back at the 80s. Because the 80s always dreamed about what it would be like in 2020. And in a weird way, it's a celebration. You know, when they look back at the 80s, it's like we're here. It's celebrating the time here by appreciating the time that uh, always kind of looked up to this time or look forward to this time. And it kind of turned into a beautiful thing. And I'm like, fuck, there's that joke. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I'd want from Back to the Future is probably that uh, sports almanac. When they bring that back, make a bunch of money. That'd be dope. That was kind of the premise behind uh, that. There was a show about a, and it starred James Franco. It was called, okay. um, well, Kennedy's assassination date, 11, 22, 63. Oh, yeah, 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 man. He, he, he went back in time, but that's, that's how the guy sustained himself was, you know, making bets. Yeah. You know, the, the first guy that did it, the, yeah. the Franco character only did it one time and, some bad things came. Don't want to spoil it. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, it's a good, good, good little series. Really, fuck really with was. the past. The past fucks with you. Yep, exactly. Um, kick back. That was an amazing, amazing. Sh- it's on Hulu. I don't know if yeah. it's on anything else. Yeah, yeah. But, that but, was an amazing show, man. I uh, cannot the, recommend it. Enough. The cars and everything. I mean, the backdrops oh, yeah. were so. I mean, it, it really represented the '60s. Well, early '60s. It was, it was really cool. My wife watched that. I don't think I ever got into that one. I mean, obviously, I wasn't around for the 60s, but I know it just sucks you in. The 60s? No, the show. The show just sucks you in. Yeah. It's very very firm suspension of disbelief. I don't know. What what, what are you trying to get me to say? What what kind of uh, perverted thing are you trying to get me to say? I'm not trying to get you to say anything. me into something? (laughs) I wasn't masturbating you into anything. Um, I had to make it work somehow, I guess. But no, it was, it was just a good-ass show, man. Yeah, I thought so, too. That's the thing. Stephen King is known for his horror writing, and to me, his horror writing is like the least fucking interesting thing he's written. Yeah, I'm much more of a big fan of like uh, 11, what have you, what have you, 63, or uh, The Green Mile or Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are all great. Yeah, I like The Green Mile and Shawshank. Um, Stand By Me. Oh, I was going to say, uh, what's that movie or that TV show, Prison Break, where it's kind of like, in the end, the premise was like trying to find D.B. Cooper's money or something, and they tracked it down to Utah. I don't know if you guys ever watched that show. I didn't watch that, but uh, I have heard that connection with D.B. Cooper and, and money dropped in Utah. Hmm. Maybe we or should, Washington, one of the two. Maybe we should go investigate ourselves. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it couldn't have been that much. Uh, it, what was it, like a million dollars? depreciating value i guess if it's i mean maybe the the dollar itself because of the year would be worth something but mm. you know. i mean as as money as cash itself maybe not but 
as a historical uh as a historical find or a historical piece you know shit you can imagine what you could sell that for at auction yeah true we we go live every friday at seven rick i think that's what he's asking and how long do you generally go about an hour hour and a half depending yeah. on i mean if you got a bounce that's cool <laughs> we just hang out man um i'm gonna try one of these seltzer deals here Depending on the guest and how we're feeling, and if I mean, sometimes we go over, sometimes we go under. It sure. just varies every show. <laughs> we That's, try to get about an hour and a half in, though. Yeah. Which I was feeling really lethargic until the Alex Jones bit. That just kind of really amped me up. You just. I got to be honest with you. I don't know who Alex Jones is. Really? Yeah. He is a. I don't know if he's really a conspiracy theorist. But I think that's what he's labeled I, okay, as. I, that's what I was gathering from you guys. I think yeah. I may have seen it. Um, I think he's been parodied before too. Yeah. Oh, by, yeah. By, by, by a lot. Yeah. They. Uh, I mean, he's been on Rogan and stuff. He was very, very popular. He had a podcast. He had his show. Everything. He was super popular, and he started getting deeper and deeper in until they um, pretty much canceled him. Okay. They, they took him off all the platforms. Now the only place so, to hear him is his own website. Yeah, I was gonna say he's. Independent with Infowars.com, which yeah, he's been de- he's been okay. deplatformed though. All right, yeah, now it makes all sense. Okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's deplatformed definitely. Uh, a lot of people, people are. Said, you got to be careful, especially with conspiracy theorists. Yeah, there was one guy who got his Patreon account suspended because he said the N word, not on Patreon, but on something else. He said the N word like on a podcast. No, and he was just he just said the word like pointing out the word. He wasn't yeah. calling anybody that. He just Instead of the N word, he said the word, mm-hmm. and it's like he lost his whole Patreon for that. I'm like, damn, he can't, he can't even get a warning. Yeah, and it's all about context, man. I mean, that's the world we live in too. I mean, people tell jokes on Facebook, people yeah. read it in a different way. They don't read it like, oh, that's a joke. They read it like, oh, he's being serious, and mm-hmm. that's how people get kicked off of there too. Yeah, no. it's all about context. Like you, but- you can say it if it's in the context of. This is something somebody else said, or this is a word. I don't think that that should be a problem. I remember uh, if it's derogatory, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but it was not too long. I can't remember who said it, but somebody was talking about your intent doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you were making a joke. Uh, your intent doesn't matter. Only all that matters is if you've done harm. And if someone is offended, you can't say that they don't have a right to be offended because your intentions didn't matter. I'm like, intentions always matter. That yes. is the entire point of the show to catch a predator. <laughs> yes we know what they was intending technically <laughs> they ain't done nothing yet but we knew what they was intending to do and that's why they go to jail why don't you have a seat right over there exactly <laughs> you, you mean to tell me they weren't just trying to share cookies i i i i, I would be a very hard sell on that theory dude everybody talks I about i think it's pretty clear what they were trying to do everybody says their favorite part of that show is when they're like, all right, you're free to go. And then they, as soon as they walk out, they get tackled by cops. I just want a compilation of, <laughs> of, of pedos getting attacked by cops played to the that Benny Hill chase music, the yakety sax. That's comedy. Or maybe that's just the kind of shit my brain comes up with because I watch literally nothing but cartoons and news. Comedy. Mark Norman. Anyways... <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> you, I say, said. I said. Anyways, like moving on. Like anyway, you look at me like, oh, what you got? Like you were gonna say something, and I'm just put me on here. the spot. 
trying to not. I mean, two weeks ago, everybody was pissed off because I was just sitting here all quietly, and they were like, "What? The, what's he mad about?" And I'm just like, "What?" Hey, you talked a lot this episode. I'm proud of you. Oh yeah, You've come a long way. I'm really coming out of my shell. Maybe getting over this shy, shyness. <laughs> maybe, maybe one day I could try to, you know, pursue a stand-up comedy or something. I don't know. Have you ever done that? Uh, yeah, we do the Evanston open mics down at. Oh, the, that's right. Yeah, uh, you and AJ. Yeah. You? Okay. And sometimes Austin. Okay. Yeah, he, you're you're like three years in, aren't you? Open mic. Uh, an open mics. Yeah. Shit, I've been doing open mics on and off for probably close to five or six. Okay, there you go. Yeah. You ever it's thought about just, comedy? Uh, I tried out for the Tonight Show. Uh, it was a oh, statewide yeah. competition, and uh, I had to drive to Casper to do it. Um, I took you third. But uh, that didn't. That means I didn't get to go on to uh, a regional competition and ultimately the Tonight Show. So, do you remember any of your bits? Yeah, I was doing. Are you comfortable with giving them out? Um, it was. Um, I remember one of the things I did. I, I changed uh, positions with Cliff Clavin and Elvis Presley. Oh. You know, and uh, I can't remember how that went, but it, people thought it was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be decent. I had Cliff saying Elvis lines, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, impressions is kind of what's needed, you know, for um, SNL type stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there was something there. Didn't you say somebody from Wyoming won? No, oh. I don't think so. I'm not sure who ultimately won that. The The person who actually won it was like a, a 65, 70 year old lady that uh, was the, she was like a county assessor from Fremont County out of Lander Riverton, something like mm. that. She knew she, she did all of her material was age related and it was funny. She was she was very funny. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, people keep getting into comedy. I mean, it doesn't matter your age. Mm-hmm. People get into comedy. Yeah, sure. That's why I'm losing. That's why I'm trying to lose weight. Because I do jokes about being fat, but one day I want to do jokes about being old. <laughs> there you go. You can't do you can't be fat and old. <laughs> you, you don't see a lot of old fat people. Well, I mean you see a lot of fat people, you don't see a lot of old people, but you don't see a lot of old fat people. And old fat smokers, you can forget it. It's a it's a demographic, man. Gotta niche down. <laughs> <laughs> the riches are in the niches. <laughs> uh niches get stitches. I <laughs> All right. Well, I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> you keep saying all right like you're going to say something. And then you just pull the, you're just like Lucy with the football. Just pull it right out as Charlie Brown's about to kick it. Don't tell me how to be, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, have you met me? That's what I do. I criticize and, and, and uh, rant and rave a lot, even though I can dish it out, but I really can't take it. Rant and rave. Very sensitive. Uh, yeah. I don't know. What are you doing for Easter? Is everybody locked down on Easter? Pretty much. Anybody yeah. doing anything? Used to have some. Uh, I remember in the old days uh, when I was a kid, we'd always go to the Jolly Roger with another family, with the Nelson family, hmm. and that was the first time I had ever had crab legs, and I was quite fond of them right from the get go. And uh, as as of late, I usually just did things with my mom and dad because, you know, my brothers and sisters, I got two brothers in Seattle, a sister back in Philadelphia in that area. So I'd go with them and we might go down to, uh, we'd go up to the golf course here or we'd go down to, um, you know, uh, little America and just do, you know, do the brunch kind of mm-hmm. thing for Easter. Yeah. We used to do the Smith thing a lot. 
as a kid, I remember. Would they they just dump them down the aisles? All the candy and A's and stuff. Oh, is that right? Yeah, and he just uh, they'd have different age groups for different aisles, and he just like ran and tried to pick up as much. And then with my kids, we did the state park and the ball fields. They all, you know, mm-hmm. most of those places have eggs. Uh, this year, I guess we we're just going to grandma's and doing it in the backyard. <laughs> sure. Yeah. What else can you do? Yeah. Can't be around a lot of other people, so. Mm-hmm. I probably watch Easter service on. Facebook. There you go. Do you want to link to my uh, mom's? Yeah, sure. Why not? (laughs) That's actually been a plus because I've gotten to hear like a lot of churches are live streaming now because they can't hold congregation inside. Mm -hmm. So it's like I get to hear a lot of different points of view about stuff, you know. I I hooked my mom up uh, two weeks ago with StreamYard service we've been using because they they needed some help with streaming the church service. Okay. So she called me and I gave her a bunch of links and, and stuff to try. And so I guess they've been streamyarding it. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Seems to be working out so far. She said, she, she said it was working out. Where do you generally get most of your audience? Is it, is it via Facebook? Is it via YouTube? I think it's a mix of both. Is it? Yeah. Um, lately, we I mean, the last two episodes we've been going to Facebook. And so far, the interaction has been, been decent. So mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> Facebook is where the audience was. You know, we had way more followers on there than we did than YouTube, so. Yeah. Uh, so I was uh, encouraged to tell the story about the first time I tried edibles since I told the story about the first time I smoked pot. Mm-hmm. Okay. So background information. This was not some brownies that you get at your buddy's house in high school because you got curious one day and uh, uh, whatever else. No, this was the professional grade shit from Colorado. Uh, now first thing is, uh, this was after they had first legalized it in Colorado and there really should be a sign on the door that just says, we're not fucking around. (laughs) (laughs) We're not fucking around. We're not playing. Although in her defense, the, the, the girl that gave it to us, uh, she told us, dude, don't, don't eat these things all at once. It was like these little carrot cake things uh, about the size of uh, a 50 cent piece. She's like, you know, don't eat these things more than one at a time, man. Go easy on these things. They're pretty strong. And I'm like, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know where I come from. You don't know me. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't tell me this. So I eat the first one and nothing. I'm waiting and I'm waiting and nothing happens. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to pull that second one out and I'm going to eat about half of it since I'm not feeling anything. Cause obviously these things are too weak. I sit down. I'm continuing to wait. And I start to feel pretty good. Start to feel pretty good. I'm starting to, you know, I'm feeling all right. This thing's starting to kick in. I'm 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 digging this. So I get up, I get up off the couch, and I'm like, wait, what the what the hell was I about to do? <laughs> I was about to do something. It was very important. I had to do it, but the fuck was Bathroom. I had to go to the bathroom. That's right. That's it. Okay. Uh, so number one or number two? Which one's the one where you sit down? Uh, okay. Just you know, take care of my business in here. Come out. Wash my hands. Again, very intense washing. Randy again started gesturing at his hands because he didn't know that they couldn't see him. Uh, and then I'm just like, okay. Okay, maybe I've done too much. Maybe maybe this is bad. Maybe this is maybe this is 
the fuck was I saying? I should write a book. <laughs> I've been wanting to write a book for a while. I'm going to sit down and write. This is what this is what writers do, right? They get fucked up and then they write shit and then they come back and edit it when they're sober or whatever. I'm I'm going to write a book right after I make a sandwich. I'm going to make <laughs> this What the fuck was I about to do? Okay. And about this time, Emily is like, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. I'm like, yes, bed. Beautiful idea. Excellent. Yes, go to bed. I'm going to go to bed, and I'll be fine because I am way too high. So I'm just going to lie down, get comfortable, and I'm going to go. No, 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 no. I can't go to bed because if I, if, if I go to sleep right now, I'm too high, and my spirit is not going to be able to find my body, and I'm going to be like in a coma for the rest of my life if I go to bed right now because I am really high. And my spirit's not going to find my body. And it just went on like this for the rest of the fucking night. Uh, the end. I don't know. I never thought <laughs> of end these things. <laughs> I've never tried edibles. Uh, it's a completely different beast. And I've smoked out of a can. That's about it. We had this uh, a gas mask that we uh, hooked a Gatorade bottle to. And grass, then, you made it a grass mask. Grass mask. Yeah. Exactly. And then we put a like a big pin in the Gatorade bottle and then some tin foil on top. Worked out pretty good. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think we ever smoked weed out of there. I think we got we had shisha, like banana shisha. <laughs> and what is that? Shisha is for like hookahs. Oh, okay. All right. So it's like just flavored tobacco. Right. Okay. Which was everywhere for like ten minutes and then you can't and now you can't find it anywhere. Oh, you can find it a few places in town, I think. I think uh, Smoke Friendly still sells it. And then uh, the Sinclair down there on Bear River Drive? Yeah. I think he's got it. Because yeah, I've, I've got a hookah, but I've, you know. Can't find Shisha or Coles? Exactly, yeah. And uh, I've got like a vape set up that you can make it into like a vape hookah. Nice. And, you know, when I found out I can't vape because it makes me short of breath, I've just got nothing I can do with this damn hookah. Well, you just go old school on it, I guess. Yeah. But um, if you ever need flavored juice, go down to a witch's vape shop, downtown Evanston. <laughs> well, I certainly hope it vapes better than Spunk Lube, because uh, Spunk Lube is not made for vaping. It is made for one thing and one thing only, and that's to serve as a lubricant. Now, it is an excellent lubricant, but it's not something that you should ever put in a vape pen for any reason. I got that out of the way. <laughs> but you can save 15% on your Spunk Lube if you go to spunkloop.com and enter promo code STMPod. If you ever needed help getting the spunk lube off your junk, go to ballwash.com. <laughs> clean those balls off. Ballwash.com, promo code STMPod. But you wouldn't because spunk lube is an excellent product and it comes off just as easy as it goes on. You can just wash it right off. <laughs> we're, in, we're, we're not robbing Peter to pay Paul here. We're not throwing one advertiser under the Speaking one sponsor to, under the bus for the other. Speaking of Peter, go to Spunk <laughs> <laughs> What was that? Speaking of Peter, go to SpunkLoop.com. <laughs> oh, man. The sponsors love us. They I'm got sure. to. They've got to. Well, I think we did it, man. All right. You guys good? You want to play Bone after this? Send me a link. Um, yeah. Sometime this weekend. I can find something. Sure. Sweet, you got anything else to plug? You got some websites. You know, that, that's and... the thing. I mean, just like everybody else, life turned upside down. Um, passions, pursuits, those kind of things. I mean, we we generally had at least two gigs, if not three, sometimes four a month. Or I might have a DJ gig, and those things are you know like everybody else. They've just gone by the wayside. So, 
Got no online presence? What's that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, give out some of your stuff, man. Maybe some people look at it. You know, we're basically a cover band. So we've got a couple of originals that our our main drummer uh, wrote uh, back when he was with another band that that we we brought back uh, into into prominence. But uh, yeah, most of the time, we were just doing covers. But, um, you know, very accomplished musicians that that I have the pleasure of... uh, you know, fronting the band for because they're they've been the lead guitarist that died. He he and the bassist had been together thirty four years, I think, before Cookie died, and they're just amazing musicians. There was something that happened every night that we played that I'm just going, oh man, and not just the lead player, the bass player. You know, somebody would do something that was just like I, I we've got one for um we were doing uh won't get fooled again by the Who, and our drummer. Uh, about time that scream that Daltrey does, um, he just goes into this impromptu solo. And that's why I was always filming. I wasn't singing that song. I just got done. So anytime I wasn't filming, I'd grab my camera out of the tripod. And when we were playing at uh, uh, the Royal, Rhett just went into this drum solo, this impromptu thing. It was short. I mean, it matched the song, but, you know, crowd erupted and it was so cool. And I, I was just so glad that I had the camera there to catch that. You know, it was only a minute's worth of audio, but it was really cool. Right. Wow. Um, but you get, you guys are on uh, Facebook at Bone Band? Right? Rock, rock is to the bone. Yeah. Rock, rock is to the bone. They came up. That, that's, a, that's a play on an old uh, phrase, you know, uh, beauty is only skin deep, but rock is to the bone. There you go. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that, that's where they, and they had t-shirts made up with that back in the 80s. See, they were around a long time. I met them at, actually at the old Whirlin. And uh, in fact, Tim Lynch, who councilman, he was running the Whirlin and uh, he started bringing in bands. And we'd usually have them Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And so they'd be on a circuit out of Denver. And then there was a local band that was really good called Zoltan. And then Bone was coming up out of Salt Lake. But the Zoltan and Bone just became house favorites. So they played at least once a month at the Whirlin. And yeah, it was usually a Thursday, Friday, Saturday thing. Hmm. And uh, okay, th- th- there's, a, there's a thing that here's how good these guys were. Um, when Sammy Hagar joined, uh, you know, I knew it was coming because I was a fan of both Hagar and Van Halen, right? And I knew they were coming out with an album. Well, when that song, Why Can't This Be Love, hit, um, I called John Carter because I knew him from, he, he's on Arrow 103.5, but it was, I knew John pretty well, still do. Um, but it was Rock 103 at the time. We had a transmitter up here. We used to pick it up that way. Um, I said, can you play that again? Because I wanted to record it. He goes, I, you know, and this is before I got into radio. So this is a long time ago. He goes, I, I can't do that, Mark. He says, you know, we just, it's rotations. You know, this is big time radio here. He says, call Eric Johnson up tonight at six and have him play. I said, okay. So I called Eric and uh, let him know. And he said, okay, it'll be in about two songs. So I record the cassette. I take it to those guys that night. They're playing, and I let them hear it. They go, wow, that's that's dynamite, man. So uh, Saturday, they come into the Whirlwind in the afternoon. You know, we, we played till like 2 o'clock in the morning. Bars closed and everything. Everybody goes home, whatever. And uh, they came in about 1 or 2 in the afternoon and learned that song, and we performed it that night. So a song that was just released uh, the day before by Van Halen, or Van Hagar, if you want to call it that. The first cut was, yeah. Why can't this be love? And we uh, we pulled it off that next night. Nice. So that's nice. how good those guys were. And, and you know, people will throw out songs and they go, "Do you know what?" And I go, "Well, yeah, I kind of know it, but I don't know the lyrics, so I'll pull it up on my phone." But they know it. They'll just start playing stuff. 
Hey, do you know that song by Eddie and the Cruisers? Do you know it, Mark? Yeah. Well, yeah. So we just do it. They're nice. just, yeah, they're just very accomplished musicians that I'm, I'm very fortunate to uh, be aligned with for sure. They cover jam band. Yeah. Nice. That's staying on top of it. Yeah. That's stab it out the next night. That's, that's impressive. Uh, Randy, you got some plugs? Yeah, uh, Two and a Half Amigos just went live five minutes ago, and <laughs> I'm taking that very fucking personally, Mark. Ooh. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much for trying to upstage us, you bastard. Uh, <laughs> uh, res- at Restless Native on Twitter, native spelled with an eight. Uh, Randy Garner Humor on Instagram. Randy Garner Humor on uh, TikTok. And, of course, my Facebook page. And I've been putting out a lot more videos lately, a lot more skits. Uh, I've been watching them. Yeah. I've shared a few. I'll check it out, man. Like you and one other dude. You gotta, yeah. You're going to start making stuff public so I can share it to the But the shit on my Instagram, my private Facebook yeah. page is private. But the shit on my comedy page, because I have the Randy Garner comedy page. Oh, okay. And I'll send you an invite like that. I don't know if you're I don't know already. if I'm on there. Right? Yeah. But I've tried to share yeah, your stuff that's, to like that's our all, page. That's all public. Yeah, we got to give it the fans what they want, man. How did you enjoy your sports writing career? I mean, I love the hell out of did it. Did you? Man. For someone who really never was interesting in never was interested in sports, mm-hmm. uh, I enjoyed it. I mean, especially reporting like here in Evanston, man. Yeah, yeah, it was all local based. Yeah, yeah, these kids have heart. Yeah, they do, and it's just uh, a privilege to see you know to report on kids that are just that dedicated to what they do. I mean, these kids are getting signed to colleges left and right. And uh, no, we have, we have good coaches. We, you know, the one thing, Randy, I think we have and still have the best home court um, advantage in the state of Wyoming. I've been to every gym but Sheridan, as far as the big schools are concerned. Right. And nobody, nobody had a better hometown crowd, hometown feel than Emmett Green River was probably the second best, yeah. to tell you the truth. And I think once you get you get two high schools or three high schools or whatever, you lose that connection between a city and the and the school. Right. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I still see people getting, I mean, going to Friday night lights, man. Yeah. Uh, that's a big part of the town. Even if they don't have kids playing, they're still going and watching yeah. the oh, games. Yeah. Community comes out. Same with basketball, which, football yeah. and basketball, which full and dis- volleyball now. Yeah. Well, they get a great crowd for volleyball, which full disclosure. I was really critical of that at first. I was like, you know, who, you know, that's, you're going to go to a high school football game and then you see these kids play and it's like, okay, wow. Okay. Wait, they're on another level. This is, <laughs> Uh, that was one of the more fun things about it was I got to go to the games and, you know, that was my job. Well, they got and the parades only, and only got hit in the groin with a football once, <laughs> which <laughs> now there's a story. <laughs> they got the parades. They got the fireworks. They got the cannon, everyone downtown, all the shops have go and red devils. It's and it very was, community. And it was so much fun. Yeah. Photographing all that stuff, man. You know, and, and that's the thing. I, I, I marvel at the guys that used to have to do it with film. Because I, I'm not, I, I wasn't a good photographer when I, when I was doing that gig either. Uh, I don't know uh, if, if that's a hobby or passion of yours. I mean, you get a little better because you learn how to set up shots. But I just figured in, di- in the digital age, we've got a great advantage. And I, for me, it was uh, quality through quantity, you know. And, and I knew I, I would catch, you know, at least a, a decent shot. Or at least hopefully I would. And uh, But then you started to learn a little bit about where to situate yourself to get a better, you know, a better angle and stuff. And yeah, that, some of the shots I took, you know, like you probably, you took a lot of them that never hit the Herald. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Well, see, that's the thing is my grandmother was a photographer. Okay. And uh, I remember back in the day when she would walk around with film all the way on her. I, I have her old uh, camera strap with the little slots where you can put the different types of film in there. Oh, okay. Uh, and she would have to carry like three or four different bags. So I had no had no uh, excuses as far as photography goes because I could just call her at any moment and be like, Grandma, this is what I'm photographing. This is what I'm taking pictures of. Uh, what do I need to do? Where, you know, where does my ISO need to be? Where does my shutter speed need to mm-hmm. be? You know, that's a. Yeah. I was just thinking of a premise. Sorry, uh, you were talking about the camera, and I remember uh, old film cameras had those canisters, and that's yeah. what people kept well, their weed in. Yeah, yeah and I was did. like, what happened to? <laughs> <laughs> now that we're digital, are you keeping your weed now? <laughs> I don't know because I don't know weed's legal in a lot of places, so True. it's kind of a moot point. Uh, which reminds me, Randy Garner or Randall Garner Photography on uh, Instagram as well. So yeah. that's not really as active as it used to be. Uh, you can follow me at never been funny with one E on Twitter. And you can follow us everywhere on all things, social media at SDM pod across the board on everything. Pretty much that you can find us on and drama city productions.com for all things network. Check out all the shows on the network and that's it. Yeah. Uh, to bring it back though, man, I I've said it on several occasions, man, if I ever went back into news reporting, it would be in sports. Put it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because that was just a blast. But you said, like, self-admitted, you weren't a big sports fan no, going in. See? No, not yeah. going in, and I don't think I've followed sports very closely since. Sure, I you know haven't been doing sports, but uh, it was a blast doing it. It was a blast doing the job. I mean, maybe that's what it was. Do, do you still write a lot? I mean, I, you know, obviously some comedy bits and stuff like that, but uh, yeah, mostly just writing jokes, writing mm-hmm. uh, skits, you know, little funny videos. Uh, you know, sometimes I'll just do personal writing if I see something or end up in a situation where I feel like I need to think things out. So sure. it's kind of like journaling. Oh, yeah. Anything. yeah. A lot of power in that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, when you write something, you have to think about it yeah. in order to write it. It gets real it. when you put it on paper. Yeah. Uh, I just, I don't know if I have the focus for fiction. I've picked up a couple of fiction projects and never really saw anything through with it. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the end. <laughs> the well, end. Well, thank you, gentlemen, and <laughs> pr- appreciate. Uh, Thanks for coming on. I just wanted to come by and you know, kind of hang out. But uh, yeah, man, yeah. we we love having you. You're welcome anytime. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. Uh, until next week, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Bye. Oh, that's that's nice of you. Bye. Oh 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 oh. <laughs> He's a dummy. Bye-bye.